If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? Different types who wear a day coat, pants with stripes, or cutaway coat, perfect fits. Dressed up like a million dollar trooper. Trying mighty hard to look like Gary Cooper. Come, let's mix where Rockefellers walk with sticks or umbrellas in their midst. to the Film and Water podcast. Uh, this is a mini episode of the Film and Water podcast. I'm your host, uh, Rob Kelly. And joining me here is our pal, Mike Bailey. Hello, Mike. Hey, Rob. Be more excited, but I'm, I am, I, I'm like seriously bummed out right now. <laughs> yeah, this, the, the, our previous two mini-sodes that we did were devoted to talking about trailers, new trailers that dropped. And of course, those are very exciting moments. But this mini-episode is one that we wish we weren't doing, but I felt like we had to uh, because we're here to talk about the passing of Gene Wilder. Uh, he died uh, today at the age of 83. Gene, well, for, for a lot of people, uh, me specifically, I think of grew up with Gene Wilder, grew up with his movies. Mm-hmm. He is one of the preeminent funny people of my childhood. And while, uh, you know, I can't say that someone dying at 83 is a, is a tragedy, uh, 83 still feels too young. Um, I mean, my father's 83, and I don't want him to go anywhere, so 83 still feels very young. And, and uh, you know, plus everyone loved Gene Wilder. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't know anybody that didn't love Gene Wilder. He yeah. is so That's funny. That's funny, because I, I never really thought about that, but you're absolutely right. I have never heard anybody say, God, I just hate Gene Wilder. No, everybody loved Gene Wilder. I mean, Gene Wilder in this in the late 60s and, and 70s to mid-70s had a streak of, of comedy successes and great, unique performances that any actor would be envious of. Of course, we're talking about his films with Mel Brooks. He did The Producers. He did mm-hmm. Blazing Saddles. He did Young Frankenstein in the same year. Blazing Saddles, Young Frankenstein came out in the same year. That's a productive year. Uh, and, of course, he went on to do films with uh, his pal Richard Pryor. They did Stir Crazy and Silver Streak, See No Evil, Hear No Evil. He did a lot of other films. He did uh, some. He directed movies with his uh, later wife, Gilda Radner, the great Gilda Radner. He was just a great guy. So let's talk about it a little bit, Mike. Like, you know, what what's your thoughts on Gene Wilder? Um, I, when I think of people that make comic timing look effortless, I think of Gene Wilder. When you watch his performance in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the way he delivers his lines, it's like, God, he looks. He just makes it look easy. But he's just, but and it's there's just such a 
a, a manner to his performances where he never he undersells it almost to the point of brilliance. Like Blazing Saddles, the scene where he first comes on to the the movie and it's like one of the things of, of the many scenes in Blazing Saddles that stand out in my head because that was one of those films that my family and I watched a lot when I was growing up. <laughs> There's something about like your parents sitting down with you when you're eight years old and letting you watch Blazing Saddles. You don't mm. get all the jokes. No, certainly not. <laughs> but since it's such a since it's on all the time, like things are uh, uh, you know are imprinted in my head. And he's just like, look at this hand, steady as a rock. Yeah, but I shoot with this hand, and it's just shaking. <laughs> but uh, and nothing, uh, nothing was better than Young Frankenstein, where he was the straight man to all these crazy people around him, but still managed to be. And he was a jerk in that film at the beginning, but you loved him anyways. <laughs> I just, I I love this man so much. I really do. There, there are a few. I'm not the type of person to really get too bummed out, like when a celebrity dies. Unfortunately, that theory has been put to the test way too much in 2016. Yeah, it's been a rough um, year. But there are there's certain actors and certain singers and all that that when it happens, it's it, it was kind of like when Harold Ramis died, and I started thinking about how important he was to me. Yeah, yeah. Gene Wilder was important to me growing up. You know, starting with Willy Wonka. Going on to Young Frankenstein and Blazing Saddles, and then going on to a movie I watched a thousand times on HBO, Haunted Honeymoon, <laughs> which is which shouldn't work and yet is so endearing. And well, another favorite of mine was Funny About Love, where he was ostensibly playing Gary Trudeau, right? Uh, which I thought was like, what the hell is that all about? But it's like a really good romantic comedy where you know he's a guy that doesn't want kids his first marriage fails because of it and then he hooks up with mary stewart masterson he just walks through his movies like acting is the most natural thing in the world yeah i mean he he had a real natural charm i mean you mentioned young frankenstein that's my favorite of all of his movies he is tremendous in young frankenstein i mean the intensity to which he brings that performance, and yet it is so funny. I mean, I had me and a, a childhood friend of mine, Doug Slack, uh, we used to laugh over and over again at the whole bit where that student is pushing him about his grandfather's work. <laughs> and he finally gets so exasperated, and he goes, my grandfather's work was doo-doo! And the crowd's like... <gasps> <gasps> like, like he, he says that line with such utter seriousness and he just sells it because it's a ridiculous line, but only Gene Wilder could have pulled off that kind of thing. And he, I mean, if you watch Young Frankenstein, if you take out the jokes, it, it works as a Frankenstein movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, first of all, it looks like a Frankenstein movie thanks to the black and white photography and using all of Kenneth Strickfratton's, you know, doohickeys and whatnot. But, I mean, it is a Frankenstein movie. It's, it's basically Son of Frankenstein with jokes stuck in. But if you took the jokes out, it would be a perfectly workable Frankenstein movie. And Gene Wilder is just so riotously funny in that movie. And then you talk about Blazing Saddles. He replaced Gig Young on that movie. Gig Young had already shot some of Blazing Saddles. And he was such a drunk that Mel Brooks had to fire him. And he had to bring Gene Wilder in literally on on like two days notice. 
and yet Gene Wilder could come in and have such effortless chemistry with Cleavon Little. I mean that oh, yeah. that lo- that that scene of them where it's a big close up of the two of them where after Cleavon Little has been insulted over and over by the townsfolk because of course he's a black sheriff and he's talking about, you know, what did you expect them to say hi, Sonny? They're just the common clave. They're regular people, you know, morons. <laughs> Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like, no, it's perfect. It's the perfect reaction. Gene Wilder was just so damn funny in everything, and he had such a glint in his eye. I mean, Willy Wonka, I don't hold that movie with the kind of reverence that other people do. I, I recognize that it's a classic. It's just not a movie that, that resonates with me the way it does for some other people. But there's a bit in it, of course, that scene where he first walks in. He's walking down to the carpet, down that purple carpet, and he's there to meet the, 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 the winners, and he trips, and you think he's fallen, and he does a somersault, and he just springs right up. And there's this wonderful little piece of trivia about that. I'm going to read it here. It's on the, on the IMDb, where he says, After reading the script, Gene Wilder said he would take the role of Willy Wonka under one condition, that he would be allowed to limp, then suddenly somersault in the scene where he first meets the children. When the director asked why, Wilder replied that having Wonka do this meant that from t- from that time on, no one will know I'm lying or telling the truth. The director asked, if I say no, you won't do the picture? And Wilder replied, I'm afraid that's the truth. I mean, just that little bit of detail. I mean, you, I mean everyone has seen the gifts now of Willy Wonka. Oh, tell me about this, or you get nothing. You know, that kind of, like, Wilder brings a real kind of scary energy to Willy Wonka for a children's film. Which is pretty remarkable, and I don't know how how many other people could have pulled that off. Where you kind of want to hang out with Willy Wonka, but you're also scared of him too. And Wilder had that energy, which he brings to Young Frankenstein. That kind of just mad, you know, he's screaming at the heavens, and yet then he's funny at the same time. It's just such an amazing combination. Uh, such a talented guy. It's funny because. I don't hold Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory to high esteem. I hold Gene Wilder's performance. Yeah. And that's what brings me back to it. And it's why it's 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 one of the few arguments my wife and I have because she loves the Johnny Depp version. Okay. Uh because she's in love with Johnny Depp. Um and I'm just and she's like, "Well, I like it cuz he's actually punishing the kids." I'm like, "But he doesn't have that kind of sarcastic flair. Like one of the one of the best things is anytime a kid complained to him, it's just like about a trifle deaf. You'll have to talk into the other ear and then just totally blows the kid off completely <laughs> and moves right on to the next thing that he's doing. And it's just it's just amazing to watch. I, I, I've now gotten to the point when I watch movies, and, I, and I'm really, I was telling a friend this, I'm really trying to watch movies that don't have superheroes in them as much as I have been over the past couple of years. I really want to watch movies where the actors are just acting the hell out of the film. And that's the great thing about Gene Wilder is no matter what he was doing, that, that scene in Young Frankenstein when he sits uh, Marty Feldman down after the experiment <laughs> fails and, he, and, he, and they're just having this really calm and then he just starts grabbing him. It's like a six-foot dog. Gorilla! <laughs> and then, then Terry Garr, another brilliant comedian, comes oh, yeah. in and they're doing the, um, the charades thing again. And it's just, it's like that. It's not. It's never not funny. And you, you were mentioning how you could take all the jokes out of Young Frankenstein and Blazing Saddles, and you still have two fully serviceable westerns or horror films. That's 
the best kind of satires yep. are the ones that do it so well yep. that it can be the type of film. It's why Airplane does so well. Because it, it, you know, it's making fun of it, but it, it's also being what it is. And unfortunately, one of my failings as a film goer is I've never seen any of the movies he's done with Richard Pryor. I really now need to go back and watch those. Silver Streak uh, because... is good. Silver Streak is good. I love Stir Crazy. I grew up on Stir Crazy. It was on cable, and I just, I it was just one of those movies I just saw a thousand times. And it just they had a, they had a really great rapport. So I, if I if I can recommend one to, I would say start with Stir Crazy because it's 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 just a really fun prison comedy. And and I really will recommend. I, I know I mentioned it before. Haunted Honeymoon just to watch him and Gilda Radner acting yeah. together. And that's uh, that's I think that's another reason why he was so sort of beloved is because he clearly really loved Gilda and everybody loved Gilda. I grew up on the original Saturday Night Live <laughs> and I loved Gilda Radner. She was just so so sweet and so wonderful and and she was given a raw deal in life and the fact that Gene Wilder cared so much for her and 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 was with her to the end and then continued on her work uh, in terms of like, raising money for cancer, uh, you know, cancer uh, research and things. I mean, he just seemed like an enormously warm individual, uh, very kind. I saw him a couple of years ago on an interview what he did with Turner Classic Movies where he was asked why he doesn't come back because he basically stopped making movies around the late 90s. Mm-hmm. And he just seemed very – he wasn't angry. He just said, no, I just don't feel like the stuff that I get is really – just doesn't interest me. And so he seemed very genteel. He was seemed someone who wasn't terribly interested in, in a lot of like four-letter kind of comedies he put, which is funny considering he was in Blazing Saddles. But he <laughs> seemed like a very genteel kind of guy. And apparently there was a rumor going around that Steven Spielberg was going to try and coax him out of retirement to be in uh, Ready Player One. And I desperately hoped that that was going to happen. Uh, and maybe it was never more than a rumor that somebody started. And But I, I, I had always hoped that that, uh, that, that was possible because I always thought Gene Wilder was, would be great to see him again. And it's a, I'm very saddened at the fact that we're not going to get that, that uh, we're never going to get to see him again in a movie. I also like the fact that he didn't like all the memes that were made with his image. <laughs> he, he, somebody asked him about it at one point. And he goes, it just seems mean. And I'm just like, wow. <laughs> you know, coming from him, I'm going to take that as I'm never sharing one of those again because Gene Wilder doesn't like it. Yeah, not... right. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to upset Gene Wilder, and, and whether he knows it or not, I just don't want to. I don't want to feel like I'm doing anything he doesn't like. Yeah, he just seemed like a really, you know, from what I've heard of him, a really nice guy. Uh, I haven't seen any stories or anything, anything bad about him. Just a, a, a very intelligent, very committed. He wrote books. Uh, you know, I mean, very sort of just highly intelligent, highly kind and very, very funny and creative, collaborative individual. And he really is just one of the, the, the sort of towering figures in my childhood. And uh, like I said, I, you know, he's 83 and, uh, you know, again, I'm not going to say that that's a tragedy of someone dying at 83. But at the same time, it just feels like, oh, he could have done more if he wanted to and and uh you know he gave so much to so many people because i said just such a tremendous body of work some of the funniest movies ever made and i will never not laugh at any part of young frankenstein but i will never not laugh in young frankenstein where he admonishes terry gar and marty feldman when he gets locked up with frankenstein and he says no matter how much i scream 
no matter how much I yell, do not let me out of. And then they put him in there, and Frankenstein breaks the chain. And within two seconds, he's like, let me out. Let me out. I was kidding. Get me the hell out of here. Let me out of here. What's the matter with you? You don't let me out. I'll kick your rotten heads in. <laughs> like one of the great. His turns were just so brilliant. Such a wonderful, wonderful guy. Yeah, and like like you said, I, I you know, it's it's never it's never a good time. Uh, but at least unlike with some other people that have passed away this year, he lived a very full life. Uh, he managed to overcome <laughs> a great tragedy in his life yeah. and, and, and find a way to move on. And he left a giant body of work for us to watch and enjoy whenever we really want to. I mean, I own Young Frankenstein on DVD. Yep. Uh, I have not picked up Blazing Saddles yet. Uh, and those are two movies that would never get made again. So, yeah. you know, you, you're not going to get a movie like Blazing Saddles ever again. No, so, <laughs> certainly not. So it's just, and you know, they can remake the producers all they want. It's still going to be Gene Wilder to me, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, just, and all that. So, but yeah, everything you said, I completely agree with. Yeah, uh, we covered uh, a Gene Wilder film. We covered Blazing Saddles around episode 27, I believe, with uh, me and Chris Franklin. There will be other episodes featuring Gene Wilder movies down the line. I absolutely want to get to Young Frankenstein, although that would probably just be me and whoever is on it with me just going over and over about our fun, the funny jokes. Because, uh, I mean, I can't bring any critical analysis to Young Frankenstein. But, but we'll, we'll be doing other Gene Wilder films down the line for sure. Uh, I'm looking forward to them. Thank you so much for asking me to be part of this. Thank you for doing it. Like I said, I, I appreciate it. I wish that we had a more fun opportunity to do another mini-sode, but, <laughs> but uh, I did want to talk about Gene Wilder. So rest in peace, Gene Wilder. You were great. We loved you, and I think uh, every, you knew that, that people loved you, and that's, that, that's a great thing. So thank you for everything. Um, I, you know, I, I wrote this. I had a chance to, uh, to do a little tribute list to him at work because that's kind of part of what my job is when a celebrity of a sort of real renown passes away. We do a collection of their work in trailer form, and we push that out. And I got to write – I wrote something to the effect of, you know, there's that, there's that meme, of course, from Willy Wonka where he says, you get nothing. And I feel like – and I wrote that, you know, when you were watching a Gene Wilder movie, you definitely got something. You know, you, you it was the opposite of nothing. You really got something out of it from, from watching a movie with, with him in it. Even the ones that are not great, like The Woman in Red or Hanky Panky or something, the lesser ones – it still had this unique comic voice and uh, said he was a tremendous guy. So rest in peace, Gene Wilder. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening, and uh, we'll see you later. Bye. Yes, I think we could all use a good laugh.